Well, this is Josh Buck with the Belkamp Business Podcast. I appreciate you taking a few moments to listen in again today. Uh, last week we started a series, and I, I don't know if I'll do these consecutively, but uh, kind of pick up on, on these thoughts every once in a while on putting people first in our business. Of course, most of the time in business, we think about profit, and many times that's uh, the elevated or what's elevated in our business. But I think that if we put people first in our business, that uh, that profit uh, eventually will follow, provided that we we uh, do things, of course, correctly in our business. And today we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about having a positive voice. In our last episode, we talked about people first. We we uh, we talked about encouraging our employees, and today we're gonna talk a little bit about having a positive voice in our business. And I'm going to really kind of put this uh, directly in context as it relates, for the most part, with our employees. But much like the encouraging employees uh, last time around, I think this is something that can apply apply to our customers and our personal life and, and in other areas as well. So having a positive voice in our business. Uh, I just finished, and I think I alluded to uh, this book in last week's podcast, but I uh, just finished reading the book uh, by Howard Schultz, his latest book, of course, who is the CEO and uh, president of Starbucks for a number of years and actually held that position a couple different times. And, uh, and I'm going to read two quotes uh, before I hop into this. Uh, the first quote uh, was, and, and these are both found at the tail end of the book, it says, the role and responsibility in society is to try to enhance communities and be a positive voice, a collaborator, a convener, a listener, an empathizer, an educator, a volunteer, a sharer, and an innovator. And I like that. Uh, uh, so uh, the role and responsibility in society, and I think as our bu- in our business, as a business owner, the same is true as well, is to try to enhance and be a positive voice. Another quote at the very end of the book, he, uh, he wrote this, at every turn, let us choose to replace meanness with kindness, pettiness with significance, hate with love, gridlock with compromise, complaints with creative solutions. Be tough, but not at the expense of others. Be a champion and celebrate those with strength and character, the upstanders among us, those where actions and intentions echo the behavior of the past, who strive for honesty in the present, who are reimagining the promise of America, and as we kind of hop into this, uh, talking about people first, I'm going to I'm going to kind of reference uh, the uh, um, Starbucks Howard Schultz a couple times as we go through this. But uh, my first point here: we must listen to understand and not to respond. And I've seen this quote credited to so many different people. I'm not sure exactly who quoted it, uh, but I think uh, if we're going to uh, speak with a positive voice, if we're going to have a positive voice in our uh, in our businesses. Uh, I think the first thing we need to do is to be able to listen well. And uh, so many times the, uh, the most positive thing that we can do for our people is to listen to them. And uh, so we must listen to understand and not to respond. Many times, and I think of even as a parent, sometimes I do this as a, uh, as a family member, I can do this. And, and sometimes it can be a, a kind of a, something I just want to do in my business. An employee comes, uh, a team member comes, and immediately want to kind of just jump right in and, and immediately respond. Uh, but I think it'd be very important for us to kind of take a step back and listen. And when I was reading through Howard Schultz's book, and I and if you and I strongly encourage you to read this book if you haven't already, uh, you'll see that the entire culture of Starbucks was uh, developed, uh, and I think it grew because Howard Schultz really took an effort to sit down with his employees uh, and and listen to them. And it went beyond just listening to their struggles within the business, but also listening to them as far as what they were dealing with on a personal end as well. And the culture of Starbucks really became one of really wanting to help the individuals that worked in the business. And of course, uh, I think probably many of us are familiar with the impact that they've made on a, on a larger level as well in the communities that they've served. But uh, because he sat down and took the time to listen, 
he was able to make a great impact on the lives of his employees as well as in the uh, in the communities in which they served. So we must listen to understand and simply not just to respond. Number two, we must speak to edify and not to hurt or harm. Of course, edify, edify is to lift up, and, uh, and and sometimes we have a we have a way of of uh, speaking negatively. Uh, in, a, in a way that ends up tearing down instead of building up. Uh, and so we must speak to edify and not to hurt or harm. Uh, it, for myself, I kind of grew up in a culture where sarcasm was very prevalent. And I can be a very sarcastic and, and uh, somebody who's kind of quick-witted and, and quick with the word. And, and unfortunately, many times that sarcasm uh, ends up being used in a way instead of just kind of teasing or just to, for a laugh, it ends up uh, coming from a point of being condescending. Many times come from a point of insecurity. We need to be very careful about using sarcasm uh, in our businesses with our people and uh, to, to make sure that everything that we say is, is, uh, is said in a way that, it, that primarily we're wanting to edify, wanting to lift up and not to tear down. I, I was um, out actually mowing my grass last Saturday and pushing a lawnmower and, and my, uh, somebody in my business was actually texting me and uh, we're kind of uh, just kind of discussing a matter and I texted back some, some words that were, um, that were a little bit condescending not to the employee necessarily, but uh, kind of to the situation that we were dealing with. And in the very next day on Sunday, as I sat down and I finished uh, reading this book uh, by, by Howard Schultz, and, and, uh, and I kind of really just was convicted in many ways on, uh, you know what, I really should not have said those things. There, there was not at all necessary for me to say those things. It was sarcastic, and I actually had to come in on Monday morning, and I apologized to, uh, uh, to the gentleman on my staff and and I uh, said, you know what, the words I used, they were, they were sarcastic, they were condescending, they were not needed, and I'm sorry for, uh, for doing what I did. And, and, uh, and to be honest with you, the, the, the text really came from a position of insecurity on my part. And, uh, and so many times our sarcasm comes from, that, uh, comes from that end, and sarcasm rarely, if ever, uh, will edify. Usually it's used to tear down. And we need to kind of always ask ourselves the question, how is the morale of our company affected by the words that me as the business owner uses in the business? And we really can affect our morale. If we're very sarcastic, very condescending to our employees, we're going to have a culture of sarcasm and condescension. We have, if we're using words of positivity, if we're very much uh, uh, words of edification, then, uh, then our culture is going to be that as well. Number three, we must speak to uh, direct and not to destroy. And actually, this was a, uh, a line given by the pastor of the church that I attend this last Sunday. The message had nothing to do with the words that we, that we necessarily use toward each other. It was actually a message on prayer. But, uh, but he, uh, uh, the most impactful line he gave in the entire message was just, uh, just something just kind of said in passing. And he said that our words uh, are either used to direct or they're used to destroy. And, uh, and I, I, I usually carry a planner with me, a little journaling book, immediately opened it up and I jotted down this line that we must uh, speak to direct and not to destroy. When we fail to direct, we fail to lead. So if we're in our businesses and we're not directing uh, our, our people, uh, then we're failing to lead them. The vision and processes must be communicated clearly and plenty of education and direction given to bring them along on the journey. So it's kind of one thing to have a, uh, to have a, to have a mission statement to just simply state our vision. It's another thing to uh, keep that in front of them, uh, to direct them, and also to uh, explain to them the processes uh, that are involved in our business and also the process of getting us from where we're at now, uh, the journey of, of getting us from where we're at now to where we're wanting to go. 
So we're bringing others along uh, on the journey with us, so we allow them to succeed as well. So in our business, we have a vision, we have these goals, we have the direction that we want to go. And if we're going along, we're bringing our people along with the journey and doing it in a positive way, not only will we see, our, see ourselves succeed, but we'll also see our employees, our team members succeed as well. Number four, have a safe workplace where people feel safe to be vulnerable. Going back to Howard Schultz, one thing that he always was able to do, at least uh, from what I saw uh, as he communicated his conversations in the book, is that his employees, his team members, felt safe in communicating with him. And so it wasn't one to where uh, he, was, uh, he would simply tear them down uh, or uh, you know, try to fix their problem. No, he sat down and he, he listened to them, and he allowed for them to be vulnerable. He allowed for them to be transparent uh, with, uh, with them, to be able to share their struggles. Maybe it was a struggle in the business. Maybe it was a struggle uh, that they're having in their personal lives. But he was able to listen and be able to make decisions uh, within the business to try to help that individual uh, team member, that individual employee. So have a safe workplace where people feel safe to be vulnerable and share their struggles and personal visions or their personal goals. And we have to remember, uh, it only takes one time of abusing the trust of someone. Uh, so if they come to you and they're vulnerable with you and you turn around and you violate that trust, you go and you tell others, uh, or you use that to demean them, you use that uh, to be condescending toward them, uh, if you end up doing that, it only takes one time to abuse that trust and you've lost the trust of that employee and uh, you've lost the respect of that employee. So make sure that if we're having, we have a, an environment where people are allowed to be vulnerable, that we never abuse that trust, we never abuse that, uh, their willingness to be vulnerable with us, to share with us. Uh, these are essential to be an effective and influential leader. So we must allow for our people to be vulnerable, to share their struggles, to share their visions, their goals. And once we allow for them to do it, uh, in turn, that will allow for us to be an effective and influential leader in our business and in their lives. Uh, we have to be very careful with if you type statements. Well, if you would have just listened to me or if you would have just done this or if you hadn't have done this, uh, we need to be very careful with those types of lines. If we're, if we're using those types of things, when somebody comes with us and they're sharing with a struggle and immediately we're having these if you type of statements, uh, generally it will result in a toxic or even a hostile type of an environment. So let me run through these four just quickly once again. I'll wrap this up. Number one, we must listen to understand, not respond. Number two, we must speak to edify and not to hurt or harm. Number three, we must speak to distract and not to destroy. And lastly, uh, we really want to work to have a safe workplace where people feel safe to be vulnerable, a place where they can share their struggles and their personal visions or goals with us. Hopefully this brought you some value. I appreciate you taking a moment today. If you haven't subscribed already, I encourage you maybe to do so and look forward to speaking with you again on a future podcast. Have a wonderful